yo, 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 yo. Welcome back to Business Casual. I'm your host, Miles Brown. And today, the topic is COVID. This is going to ruffle some feathers, I guess. Hopefully, enough people have woken up to where this message isn't like a shocker. Um, so... COVID's the flu repackaged because it had two or three symptoms that normally didn't occur with the flu, which is like um, loss of taste and some other things, you know. But at the end of the day, pretty much the flu. And During the whole pandemic, the common flu seems to have completely disappeared. The first sign of messing with the numbers, you know, like basically the common cold, the flu, and like literally everything was probably being called COVID um, if you had a runny nose. We'd like to believe that the PCR tests and all of the tests were extremely highly accurate. But even when you look at the data from companies that have run trials, uh, it doesn't look that accurate. <laughs> it doesn't really look that accurate. Um, and then to the mass public, They keep talking about different um, mutations of the COVID. So, you know, alpha, beta, uh, delta, and now they had, wait a minute, they had delta plus. We can't forget about that. (laughs) And then they had uh, Omicron. And the one part to this discussion that they seem to continue to fail to talk about is that in nature viruses the more they mutate the less dangerous they become they do normally become more infectious um but the in, them becoming more infectious is actually a good sign because that means that the virus is learning to live alongside the body without destroying it meaning it's not making the body completely sick just because it's now introduced um so we're not getting that we're not we're not hearing that in the everyday news like that hey man you know this thing is um still out here and cases are still rapidly going on and on we get we we get that but I think the only thing that we should be worried about is, are we safe? We've been safe. We were technically never in danger. Um, most people who died from this thing probably would have died no matter what. If you look at the flu numbers from every other year, nothing out of the ordinary with COVID has changed. It's just now every single time somebody dies, just like if it was flu season, 
and they, oh, such and such died from flu. Old lady McCormick up the street died from flu. Oh, this person died from, and every once in a while, some little sick kid who would catch the flu and die, we just put that on the news every single day. Like, if we did that from the time I was young to the time COVID came out, I wouldn't see any real change in death. And I know that's hard to come to grips with. Like, you're like, wait, no, it had to be more deaths. No, 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 no. Matter of fact, probably COVID has actually been better to us than the flu. (laughs) Like, are you kidding me? We have way more data on what the flu has done to us throughout the years than COVID. And another thing that we need to start talking about, hey, these guys had to change the definition of vaccine to take out immunity and put in creates an antibody response. This is idiotic. (laughs) Vaccines in your brain instantly pulls immunity And so it's so hard to educate the public that, hey, what you're taking is more technically a flu shot, which they've repackaged into the flu vaccine because now the definition has changed. So now we don't call a flu shot a flu vaccine anymore because a flu shot never planned on having uh, immune suppressing type of situation. I mean, uh, immunity. The flu shot never tried to have immunity. Just like the technology in the mRNA vaccines, they never had the technology to create immunity from this type of singular-celled vaccine. Like, they're taking a small portion of the vaccine and they're encrypting the code from a very small piece of the actual virus to create an antibody response. That's not going to give you the robust T cell memory and B cell memory that you would need to have long lasting effects in your body. That's why they're seeing the vaccine wane within three months, which is another thing that they don't talk about. That's why they keep yelling about boosters and boosters and boosters. What they're not allowing you to really understand is the amount of immunity that you would have to continue to shoot in your body through vaccines, you probably have to continue to take the vaccine quarterly, if not monthly with some of these. Like, because Johnson and Johnson, they saying that you cool for a shot every two months because the the efficacy wears off just that fast. And with the um, mRNA vaccines, they only hold really great efficacy for about three months and see the efficacy we have to go back it does not include immunity you're not immune just because you got the vaccine people you are supposedly protected by more or less severe symptoms which honestly has not been proven (laughs) I know you're like this is crazy this is crazy 
there's all types of data that no 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 because the one part of that data they're not taking in consideration is that most people have come in contact with COVID-19 and they have some form of natural immunity whether we want to act like they do or they don't they do they have a they have natural immunity which would intact boost the effectiveness of the vaccine if you know if you look at the data because they're going to attribute all of the antibodies to the vaccine they're not going to attribute to the to the to natural immunity and if they can specify between natural immunity antibodies and um vaccine antibodies then we need to have a full length study like they've already done where it talks about vaccine efficacy for how long it lasts compared to natural immunity natural immunity blows this vaccine off the charts like the first uh, data that we got out of Israel was that it was 13 times more effective now we're getting the average across the world of, at about six times more effective than any vaccine so what does that say to you when you hear that information um why else would they be pushing this vaccine so hard it's obviously profit but i think it's more insidious than profit i think it's control and i think it's going to get worse i pray that it doesn't i pray that more people wake up and we start to fight this thing harder and harder and if you have taken the vaccine i just pray for your safety i pray that the charlatans that would do what they're doing right now to the average working American and people across the, the world who are dealing with these mandates that are just un they're just unimaginable in some cases where it's just like have we gone back into Nazi Germany? Um, what like what's going on in New Zealand and Australia uh, and then you see Germany and how extreme they're going to where they're not letting their unvaccinated people go anywhere but to the grocery store basically and I think work maybe depending on the job so if we don't want to end up in the same boat, can we start looking at some of the alternatives like uh, ivermectin? Can't even say ivermectin without getting everything destroyed. Um, hydrochloroquine. Can't even say that without people thinking Trump, 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 Trump. Oh, no, Trump. And we have all of these new treatments coming out like Pfizer literally has a drug that mimics what ivermectin does and it's like 30% less effective crazy crazy <laughs> you know and then the last thing we got to talk about is masks y'all if you're not sick and you're not 
see, they've tricked us with this asymptomatic thing. Can asymptomatic people transmit the virus? Of course, of course, of course, because anybody can touch their nose. Anybody can just be dirty. But hopefully one thing we've learned from COVID is that people should be a lot more cleaner. They should be washing their hands more. They should be um, maybe using not as much disinfectant. Hopefully you're using the all natural disinfectants because some of those things have some chemicals that are just no good, um, which I think are causing cancer. So keep an eye out for that. But, um, you know, just doing what we can to stay clean. And I believe you can take the mask off at this point because it's not really helping. Like where people are literally walking into a restaurant with the mask on, then going to sit down, take the mask off, breathe, all the particles and millions of particles out in the restaurant. And then when they get up to either go to the bathroom or leave out, they put the mask on. We have to just say that that's crazy. Like, if you are literally not sick and showing any symptoms, you're good, bro. Take We should take the mask off. Like, if people are actively sick and they're taking the chance to be out in public, those people need to wear masks. If you feel like you may be coming down with something, those people need to wear masks. But if you are scot-free, you're good, Bro, wash your hands, stop touching your face, and you will be fine out here. Like, the world and the earth is no more dangerous with COVID in it than it was before. Like, you're just hyper-focused and sensitive at this point of something that has been demonized in mainstream media. And I understand what it must feel like to be brainwashed i get it i've been brainwashed on tons of stuff but i broke out of it clearly if i'm being objective i'm a human i'm sure i'm under tons of other brainwashings pray that i break out of those as well but with the COVID thing i i get it it's a money grab dr fauci is definitely going to burn for this If not in this lifetime, in the next, if he doesn't um, ask God, Yahweh, for forgiveness. Um, Part of me feels like he knows what he did. And he's cool with it. But on the off chance that his life and soul can be saved, I pray that it can. Because... This this whole life was just a test anyway. Like, and that's the thing that I want to leave you with too. Like, yo, there's so many other things that can kill you other than COVID. Like, a lot of people are just living dead anyway. They wasn't going to do nothing anyway. And COVID is a excuse to not do anything. It's like, oh, I can't go over there because, you know, nobody traveled the whole time. I traveled. I went places during COVID. Like, I'm not. I'm like. I'm not going to allow uh, people, other people's fear, to dictate what I do in my life. And I think 
that's the main takeaway from COVID for me is that will I be persuaded by society or will society be persuaded by me? And today I choose to persuade society. And this is a new take on COVID. I'm sure you've heard uh, everybody else's take, but that's mine. Now, I definitely do believe that COVID is real. I do believe it's a real thing. I believe it exists. I've had COVID twice. And I do believe that it was genetically modified in a lab in Wuhan, the Institute of Virology in Wuhan. And I believe Dr. Fauci has already been seen funding with NIH funding uh, the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And he had a bunch of emails connecting him to gain a function um, scientific programs one of them being probably more than likely COVID-19 um, and something has to be done about that guy I mean I think he's just a front man obviously but he's been complicit for years even since the AIDS uh, epidemic and those those are two epidemics and pandemics that this guy has overseen and we've gotten far worse because of them because he just ignores the science and he does whatever his shareholders say to do that have paid for him to be in this position for so long and he's very very loyal to painting the narrative that they're paying him to paint but I pray it costs him in the end because he knows what he's doing is wrong that's been my take on COVID. I pray you come to Christ Jesus and understand that this world is not playing with us. Um, and that every day in it, something is designed to kill you. But God gives you favor, grace, and mercy forever and ever. Just call on him. Amen. Peace.